Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the... Uh, well, from the uh, Palatial Rising estate at this point, I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMath Fitness, a new way to work out, a great way to work out for the new version of you. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free. And the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, protecting your constitutional rights particularly father's rights, the constitutional justice that you need if you need her, Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, amandajgentry.com is where you go. So uh, we've now got our basically third week. We'll head into, it'll be three weeks in as of Wednesday. And this time we'll have a preseason game to preview. We'll see how they'll divvy up the quarterback snaps. We'll see who's going to ultimately play, how many starters end up sitting, how much of this new-look offensive line do we see? Is that going to be an opportunity for them to get some real live game reps together? And it's it's going to be fascinating to see the way that it all plays out at this point because, uh, you know, we've been talking about these things. We've been talking about them in practice. Some of them padded, some of them not. And while preseason games aren't real live football games they are the closest thing to real life football games that are humanly possible without them having actual meaning so when you've got an interesting quarterback battle uh type of situation like the titans do behind ryan Tannehill, when you have a lot of interesting competition around the roster i think corner wide receiver offensive line obviously depth guys behind jeff simmons and Denico autry there's a lot of different kicking competitions that you guys will get the opportunity to see and uh, see for for the first time and be able to talk about with us as opposed to just seeing what we say from practice and a few videos here and there of ladder drills and things like that. I think that when you look at where this team is right now and where Will Levis is trending, he has been heading in the right direction. He's been making positive steps. Now, that does not mean that the stock is trending down for Malik Willis. In fact, I think that they have been a lot closer than many of us might have anticipated. I don't necessarily know what I thought Will was going to look like in spring through training camp and and how that might go throughout the course of his rookie season. And we're very, very early on yet, right? And Malik will still have the benefit of having started NFL games, having worked with an NFL coaching staff, working with this NFL coaching staff, working with these skill players, right? So, they're a lot closer than I think anybody might have initially thought they would be coming in, given how much everybody saw Malik struggle last year. But you understand that he's going to have some advantages as he tries to continue to keep his job, or at least as he tries to keep uh, good enough tape out there for him to continue to have a job. And should he not make it here, I'm certain that another NFL team would scoop him up pretty quickly. 
for Levis, he's been taking snaps with the twos more and more frequently. Now, Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel initially, after the first day that it happened, I think it was Monday or Tuesday of last week, I think Tuesday, he had said, well, we're just looking to get these guys throws in a couple of different spots. You know, Levis took some snaps with the twos in the spring. It's not completely, you know, it's not like it's completely new, but I mean, it's not insignificant that he's continued to take reps with the twos over the last couple of days. Now, we may come back Monday. There's going to be practice tomorrow. We may come out there tomorrow, and it's Malik running with the twos. That's We'll see how they go about constructing these guys' practice schedule and how they deem it in their best interest to try and divvy these things up ahead of the preseason game. But let's start with Levis and what your expectations for Will Levis in his rookie season are. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and on Twitch is where you can interact with the show. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, is it's made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, and the kind of customer satisfaction that you have come to expect over 40 years. Quality American-made Ford vehicles like the Ford F-150, the Ford Bronco like you see on the graphic in front of you, the Ford Explorer, like I drive Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Uh, Skirblerd on YouTube, I think I'm saying that right, says, I just have a bad gut feeling that whatever guy we end up with will end up being the worst of the two. I certainly hope that's not the case. So, you know, in, in this particular, in this hypothetical, he's assuming that they're only keeping two quarterbacks, right? And they might. I think it's still more likely that they keep two than they keep three, but we know that this team is as good a case for keeping three as anywhere in the league. Now, you know, what your gut feeling, there's nothing to kind of deem one way or the other, whether that's justified gut feeling or not. I think, though, and Lucas and I talked about this on the radio show either this past week or the week prior when we've been doing these shows at training camp, if you're Rand Carthon, you'd rather get it wrong on Malik Willis than get it wrong on Will Levis. You're more tied to Will Levis than you are Malik. If Malik gets cut here and he goes on to play well, he goes on to succeed, yeah, Titans fans will look around and be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. You know, that guy was in-house. Why couldn't we make it work here? Look at if he goes on to, like, make, you know, start games and, and turn, you know, however his NFL career ends up playing out, whether that's as a career backup, whether that's as a, a starter in his in his second opportunity. There's been plenty of cases of that before, whether, you know, it's, it, I mean, there's people like Geno Smith who were in the league for 10 years and finally get an opportunity and turn it into their first $30 million a year paycheck, right? Like there's no set blueprint for all of these things. But if you're Rand Carthon, you'd rather cut Malik Willis and have that like be something that, may not look great in retrospect, then get it wrong on Will Levis, right? So they've got more invested in Will Levis. Will Levis is infinitely more tied to Rand Carthon than Will uh, than Malik Willis is tied to Rand Carthon. So we know that Levis is going to get, whether it's inherent or not, Levis is going to get more benefit of the doubt than Malik will. Now, uh, it doesn't mean that Malik isn't in a pretty good position to continue to compete and hold on to this job. So uh, while I think it's not insignificant that you saw Levis taking these snaps uh, with the uh, second team 
for the better part of, we'll call it the better part of a week, maybe not a full week of practice, but the better part of a week, I think it's worth paying attention to. Uh, we had Will Levis on the radio show on Friday, and we talked about you know the opportunity that he has, stacking days, and you can hear this full interview on the radio show's podcast or on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel. You can watch that as well. You enjoying yourself? Yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, I mean, about two weeks into you know camp right now, and it's at the point where we almost got like everything in, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, uh, just remembering all the stuff we have in and executing, and now getting into situational type stuff with the two minute and everything. So I mean, it's really exciting. I've been having a lot of fun. You have been able to do the thing that we hear coaches talk about the most: um, stacking days. At this point, you feel like you've put together, and I know conditions out here are a little different today, and and seem to be just from our vantage point. We're we're looking at a bit. A very far distance, I would say. So I don't want to take too much away from things that I might have seen or not seen. But, you know, it seems like you have been able to stack some days consecutively here, and it seems like you're getting some good opportunities. Yeah, I mean, that's the only way to get more opportunities. It's the only way to, you know, stand out is just to day after day come in and continue to do your job. Uh, today is one of the days where I feel like it wasn't up to my standard, regardless of what, what the conditions were, you know. But, I mean, I feel like I've had a really good week. And having those days in a row, stringing those days in a row, um, gives me confidence too as well. So, I mean, just got to come in every day, clean slate, forgetting how the day previously went. But uh, it's really important. So that's Will Levis. Uh, Texas Titans says, my favorite part was calling Lucas out. Yeah, we'll get to that here in just a second. Don't you worry. It's The, the clip is specifically labeled Botox. So if you've already seen the clip, and in fact, if you're looking at my face, it's becoming harder and harder to move my forehead. <laughs> which you're going to get the context for here in just a second. But uh, yeah, Will Levis was really, I thought, I thought he was, uh, I, he was willing to do the interview, which is, is all that we want out of those things. Right. And, and I'm not necessarily tossing, uh, uh, throwing, throwing heat at him. Right. I'm not, I'm not asking him super, super difficult questions to answer. It's a more relaxed setting and we want him to enjoy himself a little bit, but I did think he was thoughtful in his responses there. And, and certainly, you know, being pretty accountable about not having a great day in the weather, even though I gave him the opportunity to say, hey, uh, this is this is different, even though you've done well the past couple of days to kind of keep this opportunity and and try and show them that you're worth keeping in the backup quarterback spot. Uh, a quick reminder, we'll get to more of your comments. Uh, what are your expectations for Will Levis in his rookie year on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch? Right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Happy 62nd birthday to Gary Ashton, as a matter of fact. Gary having a big birthday over the weekend. Looks like he had fun celebrating with uh, friends and family. And so happy birthday to Gary and uh, the great opportunity for you to get the Intel Edge you need to succeed, whether it's for your birthday or otherwise the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators will get you right at GaryAshton.com. Um, so expectations for Will Levis in his rookie year. My expectation is for that dude to be the backup quarterback in 2023. Now, whether it's right out of the gate, whether it takes a little while for him to, you know, into the season for that opportunity to avail itself. I expect that guy to be the backup quarterback. Now I'm not saying that Malik isn't capable. Uh, at this point, we will find out how much better it looks in live game reps when we see these dudes out on the field on Saturday. I'm really excited, uh, you know, not just because it's the first quote unquote game and I'm sure halfway through I'll I'll be, 
just as bored as you guys are because we'll be down to undrafted rookie free agents and five-year you know journeymen that are out there trying to get some reps in with quarterbacks and linebackers that you've never heard of but like you know it's it's the first time to kind of see these things and for people who are paying attention to more interesting things like quarterback battles or right tackle competitions right this will be real live game reps for offensive line to kind of uh see how cohesive particular units might be again I'm curious to know if the starters are going to play normally under Vrabel they don't but this is a pretty different looking group uh at least up front I don't know that Derek or Tannehill need to be out there maybe they want to be we we will see I, I can't remember off the top of my head if Tannehill I know Derek typically doesn't I can't remember if Tannehill played last year in the preseason I want to say not but either way, we will uh, we will see what happens. Uh, no, Tannehill did not play in the preseason because Malik started in Baltimore. That's correct. All right. So uh, as we uh, as we look at the quarterback situation, you know, we'll see how they end up. As I said earlier, divvying up the snaps. But I think my expectations are for this guy to earn the backup job. Uh, let's see, my guy Sai. Lots of Willis criticism and double standards with real opportunity with no real opportunity. Not the same standard for other rookies, players, or even Tannehill. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you can totally make the case that Malik got jobbed, right? And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault anybody for, for caping up for the dude. He, he got a pretty raw deal coming in here. Now, um, no, there's never going to be a perfectly stars aligned type of situation in the NFL for any of these players. I don't think it. I don't think it ever really works out that cleanly. So like, yeah, he came into a team that was in not a great spot. He was a developmental player that got that everybody knew wasn't going to be ready anytime soon and still had to play far sooner than I'm sure anybody anticipated. You know, did he deserve to get benched? Yes, because he couldn't play at the time even if you don't think that's outright his fault. And I don't think it's outright his fault. Like I said, I don't think that Malik is a lost cause by any stretch of the imagination. Even if he almost, uh, even if he gets cut here, right? Like that doesn't mean that Malik Willis's career is over. He could still go on to be a completely fine and competent NFL quarterback. It's just going to be different for him. It's going to take a little longer. And this is a team that doesn't necessarily have the luxury of that. They need to be able to win Around Tannehill, they need to be able to transition into a rookie quarterback contract that allows them to build up a competitive team around a quarterback contract that allows them to do so with financial flexibility and a lot more money off the books and available to them next year while they've been trying to kind of get through this spot. So I I don't outright disagree with you. And there's also a part of me that says, yeah, man, like it's never going to be perfect and you got to figure it out. So um, while it may not have been perfect for him here, if he goes on to succeed elsewhere, then maybe it all, that's, that's how it was all supposed to work out. Right. Uh, You know, I'm sure many of you thought uh, a couple of different, I'm sure many of you thought that a lot of different players over the course of years at different positions could have had a better career, right? Marcus Mariota, the case is always made for Marcus Mariota. Well, if they didn't do this and they didn't change offensive coordinators this time, or they didn't, you know, keep whizzing hunter, whatever the case may be like, it's just, it's not, it's not the right 
I don't know. These things happen in football all the time. And you hate to see somebody be a victim of it. And I don't think that Malik is quite like outright victim, but he's definitely a he's definitely a product of a not great circumstance, at least last year. We'll see what happens this year. I'm gonna I'm kind of prepared to clean slate it this year with Malik, to be honest with you. Um I think that's the best approach, right? You just you understand what last year was, you understand the circumstances that he operated in, and you understand that he wasn't good enough at the time. Billy Jones says Malik was terrible last year. I I don't disagree, but I would say that uh, you know, we can come out, we can come out this year and him be not terrible. And it changed the opinion, right? It's a whole new set of circumstances. It's a whole new season. I think that, uh, as JoJo says, both things can be true. He could have been horrible last year, and he can go on to be completely serviceable. And even, you know, beyond that, right? Let's start with serviceable. Because last year, he wasn't serviceable. That's why he got benched for Dobbs. So I think you I think you look at it in phases. Dwight Jones says McNair was a project QB. It took him a few years. The problem is like you don't you don't get a few years anymore, right? These dudes have to be able to play. And he's just he's not that. He he wasn't gonna be that. I, I don't think that uh I don't think that he was ever going to be a guy that can come in and play right away. But like Kenny Pickett came in and basically played right away, right? Lawrence Fields, they tried to get Trey Lance out there. They haven't been able to successfully do so. Mac Jones, these dudes play, right? You you have valuable years valuable, affordable years on those rookie quarterback contracts, you want to get them out there as soon as possible. Um, and not all opportunities are created equal, but like, you know, Malik is a, a different kind of player coming into a league that the patience for quarterback has never been shorter. And I think that's kind of the way that I look at him at this point. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, if he makes it to a, uh, a, an actual regular season game, you know, then I would say something has gone terribly wrong. If any of them, if either of them play Levis or Willis in the regular season, then something has gone terribly wrong. And we'll be having a different conversation about the trajectory of this season. But I do, uh, I do think that this is, uh, I do think that it's going to be fascinating to watch how it plays out. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, speaking of Will Levis, um, we, uh, like I said, we had Will Levis on the radio show. I thought he was really, really good. Uh, and he, uh, I asked him a question about you guys, a lot of you, not all of you, but a lot of you were Vols fans. He's a Kentucky quarterback. And well, you know, without going through the whole bit, I'll uh, let you hear from where Levis about how he's settling in here in Tennessee. Our, our, so I have a question and I'm not sure how to ask it other than to say, you're a quarterback coming from the university of Kentucky. You're playing in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee and Kentucky have famously had a rivalry in the SEC East. Are they being nice to you here? Uh, I mean, everyone I've encountered has been has been nice to okay. me. And, I mean, I don't know what it's like on social media or whatever, but everyone that I've met in person and, and that I've been able to meet and, and just fan-wise, and a lot of them have been Tennessee fans. And yeah. have been very opening or very welcoming and uh, and loving. So, I mean, it's, it's been great. I mean, I'm just going to go out there and make all the supporters of this team, or try to make all the supporters of this team as proud as I can with how I play on the field, and that's all I can do. But nobody's bringing up, like, SEC East, Com- SEC East competition. Nobody's rehashing old games. They're just excited to have you here and all these things? Uh, I haven't, not in person, I haven't heard anything about that yet, but, um, nah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun, uh, you know, continuing. Obviously, I'll be a Kentucky guy for life, so, and um, as many Tennessee fans as there are here, it'll be interesting to see how that plays. 
So uh, that's a part of, you're going to hear a little more, one more clip from the Will Levis interview <laughs> from uh, Friday's radio show. It was really good. I don't know. We'll be out of uh, practice tomorrow. I don't know who we'll have yet, but uh, I think we're going to do something cool this week. I'm not quite sure on how we're going to pull it off, but uh, I don't know if I told you guys that Greg Cosell is flying in for Titans camps. First time that Greg's come in for Titans camp, he's really interested. NFL Films is interested in what the Titans are doing. So for all the, uh, for all the, you know, right, rightful complaining about the lack of interest in the Tennessee Titans outside of Nashville, basically outside of Tennessee in the greater Southeast. Uh, Greg's, Greg flew in today, actually, uh, to do the next two days of training camp. We're going to be doing uh, special episodes of the install podcast from training camp. We're going to try and uh, or organize a conversation with somebody on the coaching staff I don't know who exactly and if we're going to be able to successfully pull it off it's kind of all uh we're trying to it's basically just trying to make schedules work at this point but hopefully uh we'll have a fun coaching skewed conversation on the install this week but either way Greg's going to be at Titans camp and so we'll probably do the podcast live on the radio show since he'll be out there uh with me and I'll obviously be doing the radio show live out there but as soon as I know who is on the uh soon as I know who's on the radio show from the team, I will tell you probably on social social media. Uh, okay, so let's talk about, uh, speaking of the Levis interview, many of you uh, enjoyed the clip that we put out on social media of me having Will Levis on the radio show basically just to embarrass Lucas. Now, a lot of you could have been Lucas in this situation. A lot of you could have been Lucas because... As I said, many of you are Tennessee Volunteers fans. Many of you did not like the idea of Will Levis coming to the Tennessee Titans, especially of all the different quarterbacks were avail- that were available. And many of you would be justified in that opinion if you were just looking at it through a college football prism. So Lucas was one of these people. Lucas went to the University of Tennessee. Lucas advocated strongly against drafting Will Levis. And then, of course, we had Will Levis on the radio show, and we had to find a way to make it a little bit uncomfortable for him. So we'll get to that here in just a second. The question I'll ask you, though, without the context of how this is involved in the interview, you'll have to wait and see it here in just a second. Uh, but what? name something. Name one thing more embarrassing than male Botox. It has to do with this Will Levis interview. Many of you could probably figure out just by watching the primetime show tonight. But name one thing more embarrassing than male Botox. We'll get to it in a second on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Right after, I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands is not just a saying. It is something that Amanda and her team put into practice, not just something that they preach. She is dedicated to protecting your constitutional rights. And in fact, she has practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in Middle Tennessee. That's what it means wherever justice demands. She's particularly passionate about father's rights, protecting your fundamental constitutional right to be a father to your children. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. I've talked to Amanda. You can tell how passionate she is about the work that she does for her clients. And again, she's there to protect you and your constitutional rights. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go. So uh, name something more embarrassing than male Botox. Uh, Picking your nose on TV, LOL, says Jerry Gibson. 
Uh, Karen O'Keefe off the top rope says generic Viagra, not even the real stuff. Okay, I see you, Karen. Uh, Billy Jones just says erectile dysfunction, but he spelled erectile dysfunction. Uh, in, in fact, he spelled both of them incorrect. I'm pretty sure this, yeah, I'm pre- <laughs> Billy, man. <laughs> I think the only thing more embarrassing than erectile dysfunction is misspelling both words in erectile dysfunction. That's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vols fan here. Uh, two teams I will never pull for Bama and Kentucky says Karen Davis. On YouTube, Stefan Couch says Botox. So, but the question is, what's more embarrassing? Name one more thing embarrassing than male Botox. Uh, spray on hair products, just let it go. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of different options here. Okay, so you may be asking yourself, well, what the hell does male Botox have to do with Titans quarterback Will Levis? And I would say to you, well, this is one of the reasons that you should either be listening to or on a regular basis watching the radio show it's i am just here to make you feel shame that's that's my only it's the only reason that i wanted to do the show at training camp today that's why i sent you back to the studio so you can't be in here in person to defend yourself you just have to watch this take place over a zoom call why why are you innocent in this as if you thought if you thought will levis uh was the answer among all other quarterbacks in the nfl draft not necessarily but i wasn't vehemently against him the way that you were I wasn't ve- I wasn't actively advocating against him. Now you're just making stuff up. No, because in fact there is no audio evidence of me being a tr- detractor. There's just you. Presented. So I don't like that Will Levis's best tape came when everything around him was just right. My worst case scenario is drafting Will Levis at the cost of draft capital that could go towards pass catchers. Basically trading up to three for with Levis in mind. Mm. That's it for me. <laughs> God. <laughs> the thing I, that I hate the most about Levis is the constant argument of reasons why he did not perform up to par in 2022. Well, you've got you've got to know that the individual on the Zoom call in front of us here, my executive producer who's back in the studio, he is a Tennessee alum. Our board op, Jackson Williams, is a Tennessee alum. I went to Indiana, so this is about as hostile an environment <laughs> as we could have dropped you into. And the reason that Lucas is moving nervously in his seat is because he knows I'm about to embarrass him. Do you want to tell Will Levis that you advocated for Hendon Hooker over him here, or do you want me to do it? Listen, well, you know how Tennessee fans get. You get exposed. Uh, you've been exposed to them plenty of times. But here's the thing about this show. We don't believe in accountability on this show, and we throw each other <laughs> under the bus on this show. So what I'm going to do here is squirm out of this situation, and mm. what do you find more shameful? The fact that I'm desperately trying to squirm out of this situation or the fact that Buck's face is slightly frozen because he got Botox yesterday? <laughs> I think it's got to be, uh, it's got to be you squirming out of the situation. Because if you're gonna have a take and then you get confronted with the person you have the take on, coward, you gotta have, you gotta be able to tell it to their face. So I'm sorry, but that's not a good look on your part. That's completely fair. It's completely fair. But you're here and, now, and We're it can only be it. a good look on my part because my face is literally frozen in place <laughs> after yesterday. It can only be a good look at this face. Your smile looks ridiculous. <laughs> So that's Will Levis being a good sport about us embarrassing Lucas. Basically, the only reason that we had Will Levis on the radio show was so that we could embarrass Lucas. But yeah, uh, what's more? Name one more thing embarrassed, more embarrassing than male Botox. Uh, listen, I I'll be the first to admit it. 
Uh, I'd be the first to admit it. If it's good enough for Tom Brady, it's good enough for me. And I would say, I told Robert, like right about the, uh, right about the time that the streaming show started. Oh my God, I can't even make a mean face. They've literally injected the meanness out of me. What can you do? Uh, shout out to, uh, the wonderful people at canvas skin, by the way, Cam of hope making that happen for me. We really, really appreciate it. That uh, even if you, you know, even if it looks like uh, I might be, uh, I might be less emotive as of late. It's all preventative, I hear. Anyway, uh, I think the Will Levis interview is really funny. I think that you'll enjoy it. I think that you should go check it out on 104.5 The Zone's YouTube channel. Like I said, we're going to be live at training camp practice uh, tomorrow and Tuesday as well. As well, Greg Cosell is going to be out there with us. It's going to be a great time, and we're looking forward to it. Something else that I was looking forward to, I basically, I was looking forward to it all year and it did not disappoint the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. What was your favorite part if you got to partake in the race this weekend, if you saw all of the uh, all of the different things that uh, on social media that were being produced, the concerts, such a cool event, the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. If you got to participate, what was your favorite part on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch? For this is a free site, I'll remind you before we do that, that the primetime show is presented by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Boot camp style classes, about 40 minutes in length. No workout ever recycled or repeated. True Math Fitness has personal training. They have an open gym if you just want to sign up for a membership and work out when you want to. Their coaching staff is awesome, and they are there to push you to be the best version of you. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free and to sign up for a membership today. Uh, so what was your favorite part of the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix? Uh, Beverly says, WTF, how did that crap get in here? What, the racing or the the porn spam from earlier? I, we don't know what to do about the porn spam, but, uh, you know, occasionally. Um, Billy Jones out here uh, with his erectile dysfunction commentary has attracted literally attracted the porn spam to the Facebook chat. So well done by Billy Jones, even though both he spell, both him spelling uh, erectile dysfunction as poorly as anybody I've ever seen and also bringing porn spam to the party. Well done. Uh, so what was your favorite part of the big machine? Music City Grand Prix. Steven Snyder says that they got to drive through downtown Nashville speeding and they didn't get a ticket. Cough, cough, Dawn. Yes, Dawn, Dawn and I both famously rushing to work when we both have plenty of time to get there on a regular basis. But the coolest part by far was the uh, the super trucks. The IndyCar was sick. Uh, the race was electric. Joseph Newgarden finished in the top five. Uh, he finished fourth uh, in that race, being a, a hometown uh, hometown per- person from uh, Hendersonville. Re- really, really cool opportunity, and we're so grateful for the people at Big Machine Music City Grand Prix who invited us out and got and let us hang out in the Turn Nine Club this weekend. But uh, I mean, honestly, for all the racing that we saw and all the cool events, the concerts, everything. The super trucks were sick. <laughs> that is Stingray Burt. That was also Stingray Burt screaming in the background stingray bird is a much much darker in fact he's about as red as that salmon colored fishing shirt that he decided to wear and try and keep himself cool and instead chose to hide in the tent 
the air-conditioned tent by a fan the entire time by the buffet. So maybe he's just smarter than the rest of us. Indeed. Stingray Burt. Uh, we had Stingray Rob on the radio show at some point. It was the uh, He's only 21 years old. And the people apparently jumping those super trucks are like 14 and 15. Wild. Absolutely wild. Stokely says King Burt, first of his name. Yeah. Like, actually, I think he's... I think I think he is one of a long, long line of Robert Lee Walsh's, which, you know, is problematic for a variety of different reasons. But uh, I would say that of the uh, of the Robert Lee Walsh's, um, you know, he's certainly one of them. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us tonight uh, on the primetime show. Thanks for hanging out. Have a great rest of your weekend. Radio show back at training camp. Greg Cosell is gonna be hanging out with us. Uh, we'll let you know about any special uh, guests that Greg and I might have, but certainly we will talk to you tomorrow at 10 a.m. from St. Thomas Sports Park. And if I don't catch you there, uh, tomorrow night right here on A to Z Sports. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.